Welcome to the Soul Connection Podcast, the place where you get the tools to truly connect to yourself. I am your host, Katie Arnold. Grab your journal, find your comfortable meditation position, and let's connect. Hi, friend. Welcome back to the Soul Connection podcast. I am your host, Katie Arnold, and it's been a few months since I've done one of these bonus episodes for us to dive a little bit deeper into our intention for the month. And so I really wanted to, I wanted to come back because I I have kind of mentioned in some of the intros of other episodes this month that I'm in the process of moving to a new home. And as we all know, moving, regardless if you are just moving to a new building, generally staying in the same area that you live, which is what I'm doing right now, if you are making a cross-country move, moving to a different state, moving hours away from where you are. I've done all of those before as well, but moving can be very stressful. And it's one of those things that, at least for me, I've done it so many times in my life. I have moved a lot. It always still somehow surprises me how I get really stressed out. I can do really well for a while, I can just, you know, kind of tell myself, I've been here, I've done this before, there's nothing to be stressed about, you have all the tools and the supplies that you need to move, it doesn't have to be that hard, but when it comes down to it, the stress starts to eat away at you and you start to find those moments where, you know, all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm here, I feel it, right? And so I wanted to talk about how we can bring more moments of ease into a season of stress. Now, obviously, this month, our intention is that of ease. We've been focusing on finding more ease in our bodies and in our minds through our meditation and journaling practice. But I wanted to talk about how we can approach ease during seasons of stress in other ways. And I'm going to relate this to my moving right now, but there, these ideas are things that you can bring to other areas of your life, regardless of what your stress or stressor may be. So let's just start with the first thing, and it's taking one small action. Now, I I want us to think of this in a way of breaking down the big task. A friend reminded me of this the other day, and she said, how do you eat a horse? One bite at a time. And it was a beautiful reminder for me because I just... I. I had been doing this. I had been doing this already, but I just needed someone to help me pause for a moment and come back to this idea of taking one small approach at a time, one small action at a time. 
and not trying to do everything at once because that's not possible. So the way that I've been doing this with my move, because I had a month's notice before making this move, I started packing early. I started packing the things that I knew I wouldn't need for the next month. I am going through the process of doing a lot of laundry with this move. And so some days, one small task that I could do for making this move was one load of laundry or one load of laundry and then packing that load of laundry or packing one box or starting to pack one part of a closet. One small thing that I could do every single day to move this move forward and it didn't have to be something that was completely overwhelming. So I want you to think about that in whatever area you might be finding stress right now. What is one small action to chip away at the larger goal at hand? And honestly, if you are also like me and you're in this process of starting and growing a small business, it's the same idea that we can put towards our businesses. What is one small task or one small action that I can do every day to move my business forward? I'm not going to be able to create some giant thriving business overnight. That's not how things work. We all know overnight successes are not actually made overnight. They come from months and years sometimes of grinding away. And that doesn't mean grinding in the like toxic hustle culture kind of way. It is just the intentional work that is happening behind the scenes over and over again. So the first note, take one small action every day. The second thing I want to bring up here is what can you take off your plate? What can you delegate? Who can you ask for help? And I know how hard it can be to ask for help sometimes, especially in seasons of stress. I know personally, I often deal with this feeling that I'm really putting people out And I have felt this come up even in terms of my own healthcare professionals, as crazy as this sounds. I sometimes have found myself feeling like I'm putting them out by asking them to help me figure out what's going on or by following up on something that I knew they were looking into for me, but I hadn't heard back. It's absolutely ridiculous, but I it's something I'm working on because in general for me asking someone for help is a it's a challenging thing to do. And so where can you ask somebody for help? Where can you take something off your plate? Where can you delegate one small task? And for me in this season that's looked like asking my parents to watch Poncho so I could spend a little bit more time packing without him totally going nuts. He gets really nervous and anxious when I'm moving boxes all around the house. And understandably so, it's a shakeup to his world as much as it is mine. And so asking them to watch him for a couple hours while I'm packing or 
accepting the help of my mom offering to come over and help me pack. These things are sometimes so hard for us to do, but it can help take that stress off of you. And, you know, for me, this has also looked like asking for help with my dog so I could go have my weekend away in the woods so I could go take my little getaway and not have to worry about my dog. As much as I love him, I need I need a break from him sometimes too. I need to just allow my body to fully decompress. And for me, that has looked like also needing to get a lot of help with him and accept the help that is offered with that. The next thing I want to talk about is you have to break the stress cycle. And the way that I really encourage you to do this is by way of moving your body. In the book Burnout by Amelia Nagoski, I hope I'm saying her last name correct, but the book is called Burnout and it's absolutely great. But she says that physical activity is the single most efficient way for completing the stress response cycle. We have to move our bodies. And this does not mean that you have to go run a 10k or a half marathon or that you need to go lift the heaviest weights or you need to whatever this can be whatever movement practice feels really good for you this can be going to a yoga class and moving that energy out of your body this can mean going for a walk outside this can mean going for a run if that is your thing it can mean lifting weights it can mean just turning on whatever music pumps you up and makes you feel good and dancing to it around your house we have to move our bodies to get the prana to get the life force moving in our bodies so we can break out of this stress cycle And obviously, I have a lot of yoga classes on my channel that I highly encourage you to try. So if you don't follow my YouTube channel, it's just Katie Arnold Yoga. And I have hundreds of classes for you to try in a variety of styles and formats and lengths so you can find the practice that will work for your time schedule but also will work for your body. And let's let's break that stress cycle. Move your body in whatever way feels good. And the, the last thing that I want to suggest here is really to stay committed to your routine and the practices that make you feel good. This is going to look a little bit different for each of us. The practices that I do or my morning and evening routines might look a little bit different than yours, which is totally fine. One is not better or worse than the other. The idea, though, is just that you are staying committed to the routine and practices that make you feel good, that allow you to stay connected to yourself as much as you can. This doesn't mean that in seasons of stress, we are adding more stress to ourselves to keep doing all of these practices, but it does mean that we are keeping some sort of routine happening. And the way that I kind of want to encourage that to look like is if you have a morning routine, 
We'll take mine, for example. I start every morning with meditation and journaling. I love when I can also add some yoga or some sort of movement practice with that. But in a season of stress, we have to prioritize what we can. And sometimes that means we need to opt for extra sleep. So while I might be staying committed to my routine, if I've been doing a 20-minute meditation every morning, well, during a season of stress when maybe my time is feeling a little bit less available, I might only do a 10-minute meditation and I might let the yoga practice go in the morning. And maybe it happens later in the day, maybe it doesn't at all, and I let that be okay. But I'm staying committed to what has proven to be a vital component to my day, which is starting from a place of connection to myself. And while I would love for that meditation practice to be 20 minutes, maybe it only gets to be 10 and that's okay, but I'm staying committed to some part of my usual routine and usual practice that makes me feel good. So I am releasing any judgment that I don't have the full practice that I usually do in the morning. Absolutely not. Take that away. Take away that stress, that added like judgment of yourself, but tune in to what are the ways that you can keep some sort of routine and some version of those practices still in your life during those seasons of stress. And like I said, that's going to look a little bit different for all of you. If you are someone who really finds the ability to de-stress and decompress during a hot bath, well, maybe instead of taking an hour-long bath, you find the time to take a 20-minute bath and you enjoy that moment. Um, maybe you just take an extra couple moments in a hot shower and you visualize the water that's running over you just washing away those stressors. But you're using water, which would be that you know kind of common theme with a bath and a shower, to find a couple extra moments for yourself. So know that that's going to look a little bit different, but I want you to find some sort of routine or practice. Feel free to make a slight adjustment, like I said, to the time that it takes you, but find something that you can stay committed to even in that season of stress. So I'm hoping that this has been helpful for you guys today. If a guided meditation and journal practice like we do on this podcast every week is something that keeps you grounded during that season or keeps you grounded all the time and that's the thing that you want to stay committed to during your season of stress, well, great. I love that because you have tons of guided meditations and journal prompts that are here for you. But with that said, I did also create a new simple practice for immediate stress relief. I'll leave a link to this in the show notes. It is a download that you can just download right to your phone. You can keep it there and then you don't have to go searching through the podcast to find what meditation you want that day. You can use this 
simple practice for immediate stress relief in those seasons when, or on those days when suddenly things are just feeling really flustered and scattered and stressful. So I hope that you find this practice super beneficial. I will leave a link for you in the show notes and I would love to hear from you. What do you do to find ease in seasons of stress? Is it any of the things that I've talked about today? Do you have your own additional tips? I would love to hear what you do to find ease in seasons of stress. And friends, if you enjoy these bonus episodes where we dive a little bit deeper into our intention for the month, please let me know. Come find me on Instagram at I am Katie Arnold and at Soul Connection Podcast. Let me know if you have any requests for meditations, for intentions that you want to focus on. And as always, if you find this podcast, these meditations, these journal prompts helpful, I would be so grateful if you took a moment to leave a rating and review, to subscribe, to share this podcast with a friend or over on social media. It is one of my goals this year to really keep growing this podcast to help more people find their true soul connection through the practices that I believe so strongly in. So I would be forever grateful. Thank you all so much for joining me. I will see you back here for your next Soul Connection practice.